0: Hi there, and thanks for tuning in to the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You're about to listen to another proud presentation brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs. Stand out from the crowd. For more information, visit revengelover.com. And mention the podcast for 10% off of your order.
1: Today on Ranger Command Power Hour. Oh my god, Spider-Man. No, Power Ranger. (laughs) Uh,
0: Holy cannoli! Ha uh, it was the greatest thing. It was we really good. <laughs> like, oh, holy crap.
1: I'm Saban, bye, bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs> For real, Hasbro, my dude. It's literally the same creative theme. I like paused on all of the very fast moving credits.
0: Yeah. So now we know that it was definitely Saban stuff that was holding back Power Rangers. Yep. Wow. Wow. I mean, shocker, but for real. Yeah, like, holy s***. Uh, uh,
1: yeah, it's so good. It was, it's so good.
0: And there were still surprises in that episode. No, it's v- like very much so. Holy okay, no! Well, I'm so got, excited.
1: Gotta wait for AP. but Yeah, I know, I no. know. I
0: just uh, Get out, AP, come on. We gotta gush about how much we love this show already. It's only been one episode, and we love it.
1: <laughs> I think this is the earliest that we've ever recorded uh definitely leave it to ranger nation for all those quick comments
2: oh
0: yeah i've never been so hyped for a rangers yeah like so i woke up it was 7:30 and i was like oh man why is there so much activity on twitter and then all i saw was the message that you had posted in our message thread where you're like that was amazing and i woke up and went crap 7 central <laughs> not 8 central get it together <laughs> hopped out of bed turned on the dvr like thank god i had set the dvr recording
1: oh no jacqueline Soslowski forgot her original password so she made a new one <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh,
0: that's too funny
1: oh god ap just get on oh she's on she's on adding okay. to call
0: well, well, oh, my oh, God. oh my God! Oh my yes. God! Yes! Oh my God! Yes! Oh my God! So, can we just like address the elephant in the room that AP just is Jacqueline Szlowski because much. that character yes. was just like AP,
3: basically me.
1: I'm calling this Rangers Ready Go Beast Morphers premiere. I'm doing that. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a choice. <laughs> No, the, uh, it's <laughs> like Go Buster. Shut up. <laughs> Rangers ready. Go.
0: Yeah. It, Beast Morphers it premiere. Like go Busters. <laughs> I, I, I never saw Go Busters all the way through, so. They do that in, like, the first episode. I know they do. But it's Buster's ready. Go.
1: And now on Ranger Command Power Hour.
2: Ay, 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 ay. It's the Ranger Command Power Hour.
1: day on the power hour episode 136 rangers ready go Beast Morphers premiere, recorded on March 2nd, 2019. <laughs> Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. It's time to ranger up with your hosts. I'm Eric, also known as b 47
3: I'm AP, also known as Secret Ranger Fan. And I'm Zach, also known as Hollywood.
1: This episode is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash PH to learn more about supporting Ranger Command Power Hour. Thanks to our $5 and above patrons, Juan S, Doug F, Tyler W, Christopher M, Eric D, Bill H, Sean F, Steve F, Derek G, Tori B, Jacob P for supporting us this month, and I needed.
2: <laughs> I broke <machines>. Holy cow!
1: <laughs> okay, I needed to do that because we
0: need to talk about that amazing premiere. Oh my god! You just steamrolled through that Patreon ad read. That was amazing. The hype is real? The hype is real, Zach. The hype is real. I
1: am just blown away. I've been infected by that cheetah DNA, and. That's how I read that so fast. Yep.
0: Holy
3: cow, you
1: guys. What?
0: It's like everything I've always wanted. I mean, just serious. Like the, the, I can't words, words, no good. Show good words. No good. (laughs) Show good. But seriously.
1: No, it's my God. It's fantastic.
3: Oh my God, it is like literally everything I've always wanted.
1: I really don't even know where to start. The characters were great. Yes. The writing was great. Uh Uh-huh. So I checked the credits at the end, and those credits were flying by. I was like pausing that Philo video, like boom, boom, boom. So this one was written by Chip Lynn. Okay. Just by himself. But I saw all of the other credits, so we still got the lead writers of Becca Barnes and Alwyn Dale- Power Rangers Production VFX and Carol Petrie are still doing the effects. So, I saw a lot of similar names. So, what's different? It's Hasbro. It has Academy to be Hasbro.
0: If we're looking at the same creative team that brought us Ninja Steel, mm-hmm. but the quality is just miles ahead of what we had with that show. Beast Morphers started out with these characters being not cliched, not one note oh, I have a car, so I work on a car all day because it's a car and I'm a car guy. Like, <laughs> no offense intended to the actors, of course, mind yeah, this yeah, isn't, yeah. This, they had to just deal with what they were given. But these characters all had unique things. Like, I loved about Zoe was that even though she tried to be a cadet and washed out and she was, oh, washed out, laundry pun. Ha. Uh. Um... Smart. She she had these ideas that were like, if we could use Morphex to do free energy, like she, bicycles, and, and...
3: She still had passion. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. Like She had these dreams despite being in her situation. It was
1: very much like a boom-type situation from SPD. The SPD feels I got from this episode were high.
0: I mean, can we just? This command center is some <laughs> oh. serious... SPD vibes like. Well, I got like a Star Trek vibe
1: when those consoles like moved and they're looking at a view screen. I was like, right? are we on the bridge
0: of the Enterprise? I'm looking at the screen cap right now that, that uh, Will co-posted on Twitter and like looking at the layout of the the command center. Just like just it, it, it Star Trek. Like, look at how the commander sits in the back on her own chair and just is like, "All right, uh, give me that monitor there, and let's let's do this." And let's... yeah, it's cool as hell. I'm so excited for this season, you guys. Oh
3: my god! Oh, the hype is so real. Like, my thoughts like can't be words. Okay,
0: then let's <laughs> let's break it down by character. Devon,
3: okay. he's great.
0: I like how he has a bigger goal than what his dad wants for him you know his dad said well why don't you go to your your job interview for a carpet cleaning service dude's obviously skilled in martial arts we saw him take out blaze very handily in the juice bar gym which by the way juice bar gym combination come on that's hasbro hit me in the feels there my god it really looked like original juice bar right and i saw somebody on twitter say something like blaze is the (laughs) (laughs) anti-jason (laughs) <laughs> that made me laugh because I was like, hey, yeah, you're not wrong. I tweeted,
1: is he a jerk or a racist? Like, uh, ooh, yeah.
0: <laughs> like, serious, um, like,
3: seriously, though. But anyway.
0: <laughs> but no, like, yeah, Devin has these goals. And then for him to display ingenuity to sneak into Grid Battle oh, Force yeah. like that, and it's like, oh, man, he's going places. Like, he's, he's, he's
3: clearly got so much more to him than the people around him realize.
1: Yeah, I think he's being underestimated by everyone, including yeah. his dad. Like his dad was hardcore strict about it, yeah, and really overbearing. And speaking of which, we don't have a "Where's my dad?" plot for once, thank God.
2: Yeah,
0: where's my dad? He's uh, behind you. Oh,
1: <laughs> he's right next to me in this car. Hi, hi, dad. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> and we got a mom, bum bum
1: with. Commander Shaw, and she's a ranger mom. Yeah, that's cool. And she's a freaking commander of Grid Battle Force. That is so cool. Diversity, what?
0: It's great. Like, honestly, that uh, that was one of those, I had mentioned before AP got on, like, there were still nice little surprises. That was one of those nice little surprise.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And they did such a good job, at, like, because all
1: the other last names of the characters leaked, except Ravi's
3: hmm And the commanders.
1: And the commanders, exactly. Because it was like, grid battle force commander. So great job for them hiding that little surprise. I feel like Hasbro listened to all of Ranger Nation for the past eight years and went, let's just do everything right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so Devin and then Ravi was great.
1: I like how there was no grudge there. Like initially, yeah. Ravi was just like... Oh, it's the same guy, but we don't have time for this. But they made it a point after the battle that there was that that really nice moment between the three of them where they introduced themselves. I thought that was fantastic. And he's like yeah. he's like, "Hey, you're that guy, but wow, you you really helped us out there. You're a confident fighter." It was just like how he was accepted into the team. And we know from the second episode there is going to be kind of like a them figuring out the command structure, which is good. It creates that, that tension that the show needs.
3: Mm-hmm. And what if Red Ranger isn't the leader? Whoa.
1: I mean, I remember in Go Busters, it was because, I forget all of their names, but the Blue Ranger, because he was older, mm-hmm. he was more like a leader in terms of a brotherly mentor. Even though red was the lead, there's still times where blue kind of took charge. And I'm glad they figured out a different dynamic to do that for this show. To to make mm-hmm. it its own. So obviously Ravi is gonna be the more experienced. He's actually trained for this. So it makes sense that um, In certain situations, he's going to actually lead and talk to them. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I'm just rambling.
3: No. That one no, was great. That's, like, the inside of my brain is, like, your, mm-hmm. your words right now. I get it, dude. Man. It's just so good. Like, everything's so good. Like, all the characters, they're, like, multifaceted. They're not, like, the one track, like Zach was saying. Yeah. Every single one of them.
1: God, I love Zoe's, like, enthusiasm and her passion and... Mm-hmm. I like that she has her reservations like in the hallway. Like, no, I'm not going to run away. I'm just going to charge in. And the line where Devin says, hey, are you security? And she's like, no. And then he's like, cool, I'm just trespassing. (laughs) Fantastic writing.
3: That was a cute moment.
1: That was a good line.
3: Yeah. Man, they all talked like real people, too. (laughs) Thank
0: God in heaven.
3: Like they all talked like natural, real people. Yeah, it's amazing how much effect that has. You know, yeah. natural flowing dialogue.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not stilted. It's not. It's not teaching a down. lesson
3: before everything else.
1: Yes, thank you. <laughs> I don't want to put a damper on things, but j- just to point out, we've had Chiplin season premieres before, and the premieres are always fantastic. Like Dino Charge, it was like, oh my god, this is everything's new. And then we see what happens. I really hope beast morphers can keep this level of consistency.
3: Of course. I was thinking the same thing because like cautious optimism and (sighs) so words. I'm kind of like wondering if that's going to happen too. Yeah. Just cause like, like you said, we saw what happened with Dino charge. Like the premiere was great. And then the rest of it was like slowly went downhill. And then Supercharge was a whole nother animal in itself.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: But based on press releases and what sure. they've been saying behind the scenes. And just everything that we know so far, I get the feeling that it's not really going to be like that.
1: One thing I wanted to point out like before the premiere happened, I was just checking Instagram and I saw that Christina Ho, who plays Betty, who we now know Betty and Ben are the security officers, super cute that they used her height as almost a joke, like she had that stepladder from behind the desk. I thought that was mm-hmm. hilarious. I saw her Instagram story and she posted about five hours of the pre- before the premiere. And she was just like so genuine and said, I really hope you guys like this. We've been busting our butts since September, filming almost every day. She was just so genuine and really hoping that people like what they put into it. To any Beast Morphers cast, any crew that might be listening to this, you guys freaking killed it. On this premiere
3: yeah yeah
0: fantastic
3: like we can see the clear effort that was put in by everyone
1: it's night and day from ninja steel
3: like not that they weren't putting in effort it's just oh, no, whole... I, I get
1: it it's just it feels different from the get-go yes. they established yes. so much world building naturally in this premiere it was awesome
3: it's not like lost dad space ninjas done
1: yeah (laughs) i kind of like this hey we need a clean renewable energy source Mm -hmm. (laughs) like it's it's that environmental angle that's actually pretty topical for today
3: Mm -hmm. and i love how they're all like completely aware
1: oh yeah everyone knows what a power ranger is i mean they established that so quickly with that news anchor and i thought that was brilliant like oh well the power rangers
3: blah 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 and a different dimensions aspect too
1: oh yeah they name drop
0: Rita Repulsa, Sledge, and Galvanax. Galvanax. Yeah. Tying in the continuity like that is so appreciated. Just the way that the mayor, like, casually does it. He's like, well, you know, you created this, and there have been bad guys that have come for this before. Blah, blah, blah. Rita, blah, 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 blah. You know, all the all the names. And it's like, that is, I think, the first time we've ever had non-ranger people talk about ranger villains. Right. And, And like, like, makes
3: so much sense while you're at
0: it. Right, exactly. Like,
3: logical, it's like a logical way of thinking. Like, why are we doing this? Like, aren't we just inviting danger onto ourselves? Like,
0: Here
1: is the exact quote from the mayor. He said, since before you were born, every monster out there in every dimension, from Rita Repulsa to Sledge and Galvanax, they've all wanted to take the ranger's power and rule the universe. That is the... Best sum up of what Power Rangers is, and in that one line, where a father is trying to protect his son, but in a way, like I love that the mayor off the bat has these reservations, and Mm -hmm. you know, usually we, everyone thinks of oh man, Power Rangers, they're gonna save us this and that, and this guy's already like, whoa, this morphing grid thing is actually. Pretty dangerous, and I love that there's that that conflict right off the bat.
3: Mm-hmm. And I love how the mayor actually does more than like present them with the res- award for like good <laughs> recycling. Like you know? Oh,
1: you mean he's like a competent leader? Hmm. Yeah. Like, wow. wow. Y- you know he's he's not some dude that visits a high school to prevent some loser an award. Like, come on. <laughs> it's like nine day. They they had a limo like the limo shot. That was great. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Like, yeah, a mayor would have, like, a a limo and an assistant and a driver and this and that. And, oh, it's so good. It's so freaking good. The level of diversity in this cast is amazing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it's not forced. It's just natural. We have two leaders that are people of color. It's amazing. And Power Rangers has always been diverse, but they're not, like hitting you over the head with it. Like you guys said, all the characters feel fully fleshed out. And there's all these like backstories that we can dig into these characters. And I really hope the show just just dives into these characters because right now, they are all interesting to me. Everyone, the villains. Mm-hmm. I love that Blaze and Roxy, they're digital avatars and they're in a coma. Those are like real stakes.
0: Yeah.
3: I like how... They kind of did it in a different way. Yes. Like I was fully expecting for them to be like, like all the speculation, like get that. They were going to be like corrupted and they were going to turn evil. And then, but no, it's like, like an evil twin situation. The virus created duplicates of them. Yes. Like based off of them, but they're still connected and it's nuts. Like there's actual thought process put into this. Yeah. If it doesn't continue past this episode, We'll still have this episode.
1: No matter what, <laughs> I think this is definitely my favorite premiere within the last ten years. By far.
3: Absolutely. This is like my favorite premiere like ever.
0: Nice. I love that it's it's a government agency again. It's in my top five. Yeah, for sure. I love technology seasons. We all do. Yeah. <laughs> Tech seasons are my favorite seasons. Uh I love that we got so much of the world building like you had mentioned when the mayor comes it's a good excuse too for the exposition dump because here we have the mayor who only kind of v- vaguely knows what grid battle force is doing and what they're about yeah. so having him have to go to their headquarters for this meeting to be shown off the morphex, to be shown off the equipment to be shown that hey we're making rangers like that is a wonderful way to convey all the exposition dump mm-hmm. that you have to do in the first episode and it's not stilted it's not hokey it's like Mr. Mayor, here's what you came to learn. Here's what we're going to show you. But, like, in that instance, we are the mayor. The audience is the mayor. The audience is learning, okay, hey, here's what they're doing taking this Morphex energy and and trying to harness it. Here's what they're doing to combat any sort of uh, issues that may arise with villains by creating Power Rangers. Mm -hmm. That was a wonderful way to get this set up. And, like, I'm hoping that this level of writing continues throughout the season because it's it's wonderful and it was a breath of fresh air and I cannot wait for more
3: Mm -hmm. on that note I even saw where I think it was Becca Barnes said like I can't wait for you guys to like see what we've done and like everyone just seems so genuinely excited about this season and not in like a it's a new seasons kind of way
1: no this is this definitely feels like like hey we've kind of broken away from Heim Saban and now we're free to do what we want. And yeah, we all kind of speculated in the past that there was some severe like mandate up top.
3: Yeah, like a disconnect between the creatives and someone else. And now
1: it feels like we we kind of know it's not Nickelodeon, it's not. And I I'm not trying to assign blame. It's just like. You know, it's amazing to me that when you get a new company in control of the brand that the has, everything changes, everything changes instantly. The money that must have been put into the budget for this show, mm-hmm. just th- from the sets alone, the costuming to make all these different division outfits for grid battle force. I mean, it totally felt like lost galaxy to me or SPD or. All the costuming—it felt like, uh, in a way, almost like Star Trek, where you have these different divisions in a group, and they all have their own uniforms. They all have everything. I-, I was looking at the credits, and there was like a whole crew for costuming. I mean, they had like at least two slides of credits just for costuming. The money spent shows for sure.
3: Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know, man like ev- everything was so, like I keep saying it but like everything was so good. It was just so good.
1: I had to chuckle when Nate was showing the mayor like all of the ranger equipment and I just thought, "Hey, look at all these toys
3: <laughs> coming soon."
1: <Yeah. laughs> but for real, the props looked incredible. Yeah. I love that they're keeping the transport stuff from GoBusters. Yeah. I, I like how they explained it, and I liked how they used it to solve the problem with the bad guys to get them out of there. That was genius. Yeah. That whole scene, the tension mounted, everything was great. I love it. <laughs> I love it.
3: <laughs> so we've talked about like all the Rangers pretty much, but I even liked. We've mentioned them, but to kind of focus on them, Ben and uh.
1: Ben and Betty. Ben, ben and, and Betty.
3: Betty. Yeah, I even liked them.
1: I like them. But as soon as I heard that that music, I almost got triggered. I was like, "No, Vulcan skull music! Oh, I hate it." I
3: don't, I don't. It's not my most favorite thing, yeah. to put it nicely. But I also didn't mind it because it wasn't as overbearing as it has been in the past.
1: Yes, I did like their chemistry. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Those two were great.
1: Yes, they were absolutely great. There was no fat jokes. There was no fart humor. There was no anything like that. I thought it was hilarious.
3: And even like the, even, like, the height joke wasn't like malicious.
1: No, it was like. Womp, womp. It, was
3: situ- it was situational humor.
1: <laughs> exactly. And yeah. I will always prefer situational humor over like flatulence. <laughs> I think we all would. Yeah. I like that Power Rangers was known. But Grid Battle Force was still a separate entity, and Commander Shaw's like, Well, you can't see their identities. That's a secret. And yeah. I'm like, oh wow, that's great because he's gonna have to hide his identity from his dad. Yep. Mm. And I totally got like a time force vibe there too.
3: I didn't even like get to that point in my thought process yet. But yeah. What is like, your
1: thought process right yeah. now? Just stream of consciousness. Let's do it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, what man, did you I... like, AP? <laughs> oh, everything. Goodness.
0: Everything. This just was really good. It was the the premiere I think we all needed after. Uh, this was a palate cleanser. That's what yes. it was.
3: This is what we, did, we needed after three years of something. <laughs> Whatever those
1: three years were. Three years? God, it was like eight.
0: Well, see, I, well, no, the I, fir- the I first think the first season, first season Dino of Dino, Char- Dino Charge was good. Oh, three oh, years yeah, 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 it, wasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. The,
3: it wasn't like the greatest, but it was good. Like, I enjoyed watching it. I watched it like yeah. every week. And then after that, it was just like a n- remarkable difference. But that's a whole nother discussion. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, anyone can listen to our past shows and, and the evolution that we went through. Our first year was, was Super Mega Force which was super mega terrible. And mm-hmm. then we got to Dino Charge, and the hype kind of picked up. We, we talked about it for a while. Super Charge fell off a map, and then Ninja Steel and Ninja Super Steel.
3: We didn't even bother.
1: I got halfway through Ninja Steel reviewing it, and it was just this pattern of, I'm trying to be positive, but oh my God. And that's why we dropped doing episode reviews. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to focus on that. If the show was bad, I mean, we'd talk about it and, and mention it. But, I mean, you guys didn't even watch Ninja Steel. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and I only yeah. I only watched, I literally watched three episodes of Super Ninja Steel. I watched the, the premiere. I watched Dimensions in Danger. And I watched um, the Poise show. And that was it. I have not watched a single other episode about Super Ninja Steel.
3: I watched like the first two or three episodes, I want to say, of Ninja Steel and then Dimensions and Danger. And then I didn't watch anything else. Yeah. But man, like this is going to be if I can wake up on time.
0: This <laughs> Speaking is be of like waking a up on time.
1: <laughs> yeah, you, you had a rough go of it, Zach
0: yeah that was my 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 dumb brain because you know all over oh it'll be on eight o'clock oh it'll be on eight o'clock i thought okay cool i'll get up at eight o'clock that's fine i can get up at eight o'clock on a work day <laughs> no problem set my alarm for seven fifty because i was still got 10 minutes to kind of get up and you know it wake up it was
3: on at seven <sighs> yeah man i set my alarm for eight o'clock or not eight o'clock but like seven fifteen ish mm-hmm. still somehow didn't make it up on time
0: (laughs) i mean it is it is very much earlier than we are used to it is it is by far so it's it's gonna be a rough and like here's the thing we are not that target demographic kids can get up at eight o'clock in the morning or seven o'clock in the morning and go nuts all day i'm 33 getting up at seven o'clock for me on a day when i have to be at work for 12 hours is kind of hard
3: Getting getting up that early when I've worked all week and like the weekends are the one time I have off, I just want to sleep. Um.
1: <laughs> yeah, to be fair, I'm usually up until the butt crack of dawn on Saturdays anyway, editing an episode, which I still have to edit the episode that's supposed to go out today. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad we're recording this super early a literal week out but no i tweeted like i woke up thank god i i woke up 20 minutes before the premiere and i was like wait what time is it and i almost had that same thought zach i was like wait isn't it 7 30 and all week on instagram i've been doing this beast warfare's countdown on on our ranger command account Mm -hmm. and i opened up instagram and i saw the countdown i was like oh crap 20 minutes i need to get up and, you know, Teresa's still sleeping and I'm like, oh, I, I tweeted a picture of myself with total morning face. I don't do that. I'm like, <laughs> I'm up. <laughs> and, but, yeah. but this, this episode was like, like a shot of espresso.
0: This, Yeah. Like I, I, like I said, I woke up cause I, I just, I was like, oh, I'm waking up and I, and my, Dog was barking downstairs, and I was like, it's "Oh, like, Ginger, why it's so early?" Beast Morphers woof. <laughs> yeah, really. And then I, I picked up my phone, and I saw that you had messaged, and you're like, "That was amazing!" And I went, "Oh no, <laughs> oh no."
3: That's kind of what my cat did, though. I wasn't, I wasn't getting up one time, and she <laughs> Man, Beast Morphers meow. Yeah. Like seriously.
1: All right. I do want to read uh, some listener comments, but I mean we we can just we can talk about this all day long. I just want to say I love the premise. I love the world building. I'm interested in watching more. I hope the writing doesn't fall off a cliff. I like all the characters. I think they're being genuine when they say they're working hard. Yep. And I can't wait to see more. And I haven't been able to say that for Power Rangers in a while. Yeah.
3: Mm -hmm. I I could not agree more.
1: I'm so glad that they did not talk down to kids. There was a lot of world building. Oh, can we talk about the intro coming in at eight minutes into the episode? (laughs) That is a first for Power Rangers.
0: Yeah, they they set up a lot before the the opener, which is great.
1: That wasn't a cold open. That was a third of the episode. (laughs) (laughs) And I love it because it feels like modern television.
3: It is modern television.
1: (laughs) But You know what I mean.
3: Yeah, I know. No, that's what I'm saying.
1: There's TV shows, especially streaming shows, that have long intros before they do like an intro if they do an intro and I keep bringing up star Trek, but star Trek discovery has done this a few times because it's a, a, a streaming service. So you can have however long of an opening you want before you get to the actual quote unquote theme credits. And mm-hmm. I know a lot of shows drop the theme credits, but I like beast morphers cause it's short and mm-hmm. they packed in more story. And, you know, they have the credits at the end, RPM style. With the short intro combined with the overlaying end credits, they were able to pack a lot into this episode. And Mm -hmm. to me, it didn't feel rushed. And we, I mean, we got an info dump in this episode. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah.
3: It didn't, it didn't feel like too info dumpy. It had nice pacing.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it
3: had a very, very nice pace to it. And
1: that's all I want. I just want them to do that. I want Megazord fights that aren't going to be like over in five seconds. And I don't think we'll get that just because GoBusters had such incredible like Megazord sequences and there was dramatic moments in there, even in the cockpit stuff. So I'm glad that they recreated those cockpits because you can have the Rangers helmetless in the cockpits. Go Busters did that several times. I think there's some really good opportunity for storytelling. I love that Ravi and Roxy are in a relationship and now he's hesitant because she's in a coma, but there's like a clone of her out there, an avatar. Ugh, I loved it. I love the digital stuff. Mm-hmm. And even the whole, like, you know, organizational, no fraternization and Ravi's kind of by the books.
0: It was good. It honestly, yeah, there was a lot of, of stuff in this episode that set up so much that we're going to get later on down the line. The, the, the Ravi Roxy, you know, relationship, um, is going to play heavily into some of the, uh, season stuff where like they have the footage from go busters, where it was, you know, blue fighting escape all the oh, time. I didn't and even like, think about that. Yeah. Oh
1: snap! Because I, I didn't, I didn't see a lot of the later part of Go GoBusters. So, wow, they really set that up.
0: Yeah, and like that to me is already a big indication of how markedly improved the the writing on this season, or just the the general care of what they're doing with this season is.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the point. It's like Go Busters was 6 years out and and we know from interviews that Chiplin watched it and he thought it was a good season. Yeah. And so he's had 6 years to think about how all the Sentai story lines can make a great Power Rangers season. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad that Go Busters was skipped initially because now it's aged like a fine wine and this is the result. Mm -hmm. Yep. Can you imagine a freaking Q-Ranger adaptation? I I know we're getting way far ahead of ourselves, but we're really riding the hype because the next episode might be complete trash. We don't know. (laughs) Uh, I, I really hope it's not. I also hope it's not. Yeah. It's so good. Okay, if you could think of one singular moment that really knocked it out of the park for you in this episode, what would
0: it have been
2: <sighs>
0: for me? It has to be everything they did in the lab from the setup of the mayor learning about the power Rangers to the fight that Devon and uh, Zoe and Ravi had with the, the evil avatars, like everything that happened in that lab in this episode was just amazing the The <sighs> fight
1: choreography was incredible, top notch,
0: mm-hmm. and props to the stunt team. Yeah, absolutely. I mean we've we've seen pause screen caps where like you can tell those stunt teams were like connecting sometimes <laughs> with their hits, or at least it really really looked like it.
1: No, there was there was at one time where where the blaze avatar. Uh, kick Devin right in the back and I was I even tweeted about it yesterday when that preview clip came up I'm like that kick actually connected that looked painful
2: yeah
1: <laughs> huge props to the stunt team Um, but I, I'll have to agree with you Zach the the lab scene overall I actually really like Nate's character I like that he established that he's almost like a you know he's a child prodigy and he tapped into the morphing grid at age ten. I think that's yeah. every kid's dream watching that show. <laughs> so I hope he's almost like a uh like a Ranger fanboy. That would be awesome. Yeah. A P you just liked you liked everything about Zoe.
3: Everything. But no, my favorite moment would honestly like the moment that stood out for me was probably when like Devin and Zoe met in the hall and they both had that moment like Oh, well, I'm just, like, I'm a trespasser. I'm the laundry girl. Like, but we're still going to, like, rush towards this situation because we know that we're capable of more. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like,
3: that moment kind of did it for me, and then everything after that.
1: And I like that the commander wasn't like, oh, my God, why are you guys Power Rangers? It was like, all right, this is what we have to work with. and. Uh Mm -hmm. I love that about Zoe's character. She said, I know that this was meant for Roxy, but I'm going to do my best to be the yellow Power Ranger. That was such a great moment. Mm -hmm. Her character was like super humble. I really loved all of that. Yeah. Eric. Uh, What? (laughs) What was the part? What was your moment? Yeah. I said I agreed with Zach. I love the I loved how they came together as Rangers in the lab. Oh, okay. We thought you were just agreeing with
0: me. <laughs> we didn't realize that was also your both.
1: <laughs> I just really like the scene with the three of them after the battle. Um the introduction was totally natural. They know that they're stuck in a situation. I like that there wasn't a lot of resentment off the bat with with Ravi. Um, he kind of accepted the situation. It, that whole scene really spoke to their characters, accepting the role of uh, the mantle of being a Power Ranger. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of all in the trenches together with this. So that's why I'm really interested with the next episode's premise with that, you know, saying that there's tension in, in picking a leader. I think that that will reveal a lot more about their personalities and who they are as people. I really hope it's not just a lesson of the day type of heavy-handed. I'm just really glad that we got a strong first episode. It set the bar high, and I hope that it can live up to that.
3: Mm -hmm. I could not agree more.
1: All right, so I'm going to read some comments from our Awesome listeners who really came through for us. I'm incredibly thrilled about all of this.
3: Yep, yeah, me too. I'm fine. I'm glad. Like I've got another, like basically Yellow Ranger is me so far, which is nice.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Here's what I want to say. Um, you know it's good when I'm on 4chan and they're not d- about it at all. Oh snap! <laughs> Even 4chan liked it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's a feat. volumes to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. So uh, we got Hasbro-era Scott at DigiRanger1994 who said, It was amazing. There was nuance and great fighting. Callbacks were subtle and blunt. I agree with that. Edward Sanchez at Edward is the man. It was more phenomenal on so many levels. Ben Murdoch at Tranquil underscore Ben said, Solid start. Great performance from the cast. I am definitely looking forward to seeing more. And then there was like the peace sign. Brian Falk at B L Falk 86 said, Definitely like the pacing. It wasn't too fast and just jumping right into fight scenes. You actually had time to process what was happening. Oh yeah, I, I completely agree with that one.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Jeremy Treese at Daijujin Ranger said, Power Rangers Renaissance, if the premiere is any indication. Is this the return of Chip Lynn in highest form? I am thoroughly enjoying the episode and eager for more. I think Hasbro just sold me some toys. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: At the end of the day, isn't that what it's all about? (laughs) Hasbro era Scott, again, at DigiRanger1994, said, Great dialogue, acting nuance, variants and callbacks and Easter eggs. I don't think we're going to see Sentai footage in another team premiere for a long time. So Dr. Joe Cool at Jacob Mayer said, didn't they use Sentai footage for an assembly shot of the Morfax tower in the first minute of the episode though? But yeah, otherwise it was all original footage. No, they used uh, like a CGI model of the Morfax tower from, from Go Busters and inserted it. With its own perspective into those establishing shots, like yeah, it that that was original footage. There was a couple like little a sentai model one that they zoomed up on. So yeah, it was a mix, but very little sentai footage in this episode. Sentai five, at sentai five, said really good. It felt so different off the bat. Stayed well connected to the PR universe, and there's good motivations and tension for the Rangers. Music was definitely a step up. Action was really good. And the sets for grid battle force. And he did like the heart eyes emoji. Okay. The music. Awesome. I mean, they even had that touching moment, you know, with the three Rangers, my favorite scene. And they brought in the piano. I was like, wow, this is good. (laughs) They brought in the emotional piano. It was, it was nice. Adam at LittleAdam87 said, Loved every second of it. So much setup, great acting and dialogue, fantastic stunts. It seems like Power Rangers has returned to form. Athena at Subject Underscore Zeta said, So amazing, all caps. Our good friend Hassan Ahmed at Hassan Ahmed120 said, It has interesting characters with actual personalities and motivations. Amazing locations like the Grid Battle Force HQ, unexpected but cool continuity references, and so much more. Very solid first episode. Brandon Clark at WebGuyAZ said, worst part was the bulk music with the comedy relief. And why would they be in charge of security at such a high-risk facility? Everything else is great. (laughs) 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 I mean, if you gotta find one thing to complain about, I guess. Generator underscore G1 said, I am really sad that we won't get Hasbro Power Rangers toys on toy shelves in 2020 due to distributor licensing. Oh, you must be from another country. I'm sad that I have to wait a month for toys.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, yeah.
1: Isabella at Ancient Element 9 said definitely a huge step up from what we've gone in the past. The characters are enjoyable and have more motivation than previous teams. Loved all of the Easter eggs, and this team feels already like a family. Definitely could be in my top 10 of all time. Dare Bear at Derek B. Gale set a tight, refined first episode that handled its whirlwind of character and concept introductions more gracefully than many TV pilots. Lots of setup for intriguing future stories. I'm loving the set design. Music affects an entire aesthetic. I also appreciate the references to the lore without being heavy-handed. They've been vague enough about where they are in the timeline or what dimension they're in, since they specifically reference other dimensions twice, that they have some narrative flexibility. Mm -hmm. He really nailed that point. I agree with him. Writer Club at Writer Club Maine said, Very cool start. The fight and story was incredible. Solomon D at Sollyman underscore D said, This kind of confirms that it isn't Nick or the writing staff that was holding the series back for eight years. Fingers crossed that we get a solid season overall. Dom Flance at All New TPIR said, Weird seeing the words All Spark Pictures. Oh man, it's weird, but. I love the hell out of it.
0: It's <laughs> amazing. We're so happy.
1: <laughs> Hasbro overlords.
0: <laughs> and I joked in the past about, like, oh, Hasbro is going to get all my money. Ha, ha, ha. And then the toys came out. And then the show came out. And I'm like, okay, Hasbro, you actually have me. Lock, stock, and barrel. Where do I sign up? Where do I get my corporate-issued, you know, uniform? Where? <laughs> like, let's go.
3: <laughs>
1: I want one of those badges. I want a Grid Battle Force badge. Right?
3: I want, like, a grid battle force, like, everything. Like, I can't wait till all that stuff comes out.
1: We need to somehow cosplay those jumpsuits. I think it'd be fairly easy. Anywho, Chris Brandon at HDPR2016 said, It was awesome. I think you know why. No, I think (laughs) I know why. Jerusalem Garcia Jordans at Lulu Bug Cosplay said, Great dialogue and acting. Love the continuity nods. I'm getting a combo vibe of SPD, RPM, and Jungle Fury. I'm shook. I cried happy tears just like I did when Dino Charge premiered. Only the second time that's happened. I do like that there is kind of like this Jungle Fury kind of vibe to it with the beasts. I, I like that.
3: hmm Yeah. And even with the uh, Blaze, like, he oh. was one of them, and now... He's not. He's um, a clone.
1: <laughs> Joshua Aaron Moore at Kentucky Jam said, incredibly refreshing. Still a lot to be seen, but the premiere has me excited about how the writing team will handle the integration of Sentai footage. So many plot threads to dive into after a single episode. Best pilot since Dino Charge, no doubt. Power Rangers is saved? Series of exclamation <laughs>
0: marks and and question marks (laughs) i mean it feels that way like this season could be something special guys it really could it really feels like that it does duo vaughn
1: at mr cooper 92 said this has been one of the best first episodes in a while the character interactions the callbacks the plot all in one episode in all caps Devon is already turning out to be a good red and blaze will be a great foil to their rivalry. Overall beast morphers is off to a great start. Mm-hmm. Danny Lee Kerner at Danny underscore L underscore Kerner said Saban has definitely so far been the blame for decline declining quality. If episode one quality remains uh, in the rest of the 21 episodes for part one of Beast Morphers, then the future of Power Rangers looks great. With a potential movie sequel on the cards, I'm confident in Hasbro's long-term plans. Anthony B. Minelli at Minelli underscore B said, Love the first episode, and I'm excited for the rest of the season. I was just
0: saying, this season, as long as they can maintain the same quality that they had in this first episode, the season's going to go down as one of the best. <clears throat> oh my god, I'm just, I have the Beast Morphers
1: hashtag up on TweetDeck, uh-huh. and someone said, I see people are talking about Beast Morphers. From what I see, it's apparently good. I thought Power Rangers died a long time ago. It didn't. It's been on the air for 26 years, and
0: this is great. Yeah. I got home from work last night was playing video games with friends, and I said, yeah, I gotta get up early tomorrow. And they said, oh, why? I said, oh, I said, I'm choosing to because the new season of Power Rangers is on and it's looking pretty hype, and one of the guys I play video games with was like, that show is still on the air? And I was like, it's been on the air pretty consistently since 1993, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm I'm glad you said that. John at the h John, said, Love the opening fight with Devin and Blaze. It was a good episode, and I hope the show keeps this momentum. Hasbro is doing great so far with Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. Jumba Daniels said... I really think this has the potential to be a top five season. Mm -hmm. I hope so. It does. And then finally, A Plus Opinions at A Plus Opinions said, Yep, you can clearly tell they took the handcuffs off this franchise. Finally showing us competent storytelling, world building, and character development. This is what a new era Power Rangers really deserved. A company that will put time, effort, money, and love behind it. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so... Actually, shit, I can't vamp. I gotta go to work. <laughs> I gotta start getting okay. ready. Okay, and I gotta record a Starfleet Escape podcast in seven minutes. Final thoughts. This was freaking amazing. It was I want good. More. I can't wait. I, yeah, I
0: want more. More, more, more. Please, more. Please, more.
3: Yes. Yes. All, all the things. All of the things.
1: And I'm sure we'll talk more about this a lot more on the show now if, if the show continues to do well. Yeah, so Ranger Nation, let us know what you think. If you have questions, you can email us at rangercommandpowerhour at gmail.com or check us out at rangercommand.com. We're on Twitter at rangercommandph. On Facebook and Instagram at rangercommandpowerhour, all one word. Uh, Check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash rangercommandph. And we're definitely going to be back with more episodes soon. After this episode we'll have another Secret Ranger fan Super Subtext Slam session for Power Rangers Samurai's unexpected arrival. And then we take a break cuz I'm going to C2E2 the weekend of the 23rd and then we'll be back on the 30th with a review of C2E2. I'm going as press, so Amy Joe Johnson's going to be there. I'm going to see if I can get some time to talk with her. David Yoss is going to be there as well as Walter Jones. So we'll be there. Hopefully we can get some quality audio and we'll talk all about it. If not, we'll just talk more Power Rangers Beast Morphers because it's awesome. No
3: complaints there. Yep. <laughs> no complaints there. <laughs> so
1: Zach's got to get to work. I yes. got to hop on to get onto another podcast to talk about <laughs> a franchise I love. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Ranger Nation, we are completely hyped. I love it. I can't wait to see where we go from here.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Alright, we'll catch you later, guys.
0: Until next time, Ranger Nation.
1: Go, go, Power yeah. Rangers. It's, God, it's so good. It's
3: morphin' time.
0: Activate
1: beast power. You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour only on the Four Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphin Grid at www. Dot .rangercommand.com Follow us on Twitter at rangercommandph Like us on Facebook and Instagram at Ranger Command Power Hour. Ranger Command is also on Patreon Become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks By pledging, you are helping us make our show even better Go to patreon.com slash
2: rangercommandph to learn more